The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Well, I tell you, CC, I am uh, really proud to, to introduce our next guest because uh, this is his first uh, appearance uh, not only on Inside Florida Racing and Real Racing USA. This is his first interview as the new uh, owner of Bronson Motor Speedway. Well, Rob and I promised to be gentle with him. Tony Parker. How are you doing, Tony? Hi, Tony. Hey. Welcome, Welcome. to the show. Thank you. Are, are you ready to be a track owner, Tony? Well, I better be, Hatton. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the middle of it now. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a huge undertaking from what we've, uh, learned by, uh, some of the recent past track owners. Yeah, sure. Not necessarily there, but I'm saying, uh, at other places, uh, but I'm sure you're looking forward to it, aren't you? Yes, yeah, sure, I am. And, uh, I guess the thing that, that, um, uh, eases me the most in in this here adventure here is uh, I've been here since the track was built new. I remember when it was built, I was 15 years old. I've been here through every owner that's ever had it. And, um, you know, I know everybody in the community and, and uh, <clears throat> you know, all the drivers and, and uh, not all of them, but, you know, most of them. And, and I just feel like that it's not just me owning or, or you know, it's not me as the the racetrack but it's me and them together as a team and and i feel real good about that and i think that with the staff i've got you know and and uh, uh the local drivers and support from the community i think together we'll do it and and i've already seen a lot of support from everybody you know uh, just in this uh last few days you know so i know i've got a lot to work with so uh how how do you think uh you know, it's going to work with the community. You know, um, I know the communities there around the racetrack uh, supports that racetrack. But what about the more outer lying uh, area? You know, and uh, Chief Lynn, and even more important in Gainesville, and getting folks to be able to uh, come to your racetrack and uh, uh, going to be able to get some of those folks. Well, I hope so. I, I think that that. Um We've got a plan that that will attract them. You know, right now the economy is pretty bad, and and uh, but you know if if you go to Gainesville and and eat out or go to the movies, you have to stand in line. And and I think that if we can put on a, a show here, it's all about entertainment. And I think if we can put on a show here that that they'll enjoy, and we can get them out here to find that out uh, and make it affordable, you know, I believe we can attract them here. It's uh, what's your plan for affordability? Well. You know, we're doing a lot of things with the track, or we've got a lot of plans with it. And uh, in the past, it's mostly just been um, just a racetrack. But uh, we're planning, uh, as a matter of fact, we've already started the construction on the mud bog. And uh, we'll have a mud bog and truck and tractor pool. Uh, we're going to have a four-wheeler park, um, go-karts. And, you know, the more we can put under the same overhead, the more affordable we can make it for the public. And, and you know, that's my goal is, is affordable fun, you know, and, if we can uh, <clears throat> add revenues to keep our overhead down, then I can return that with lower uh, uh, 
stands and lower pitch, you know, and make it more affordable for the drivers and the fans to come out and and participate, you know. Now, Jack, let me tell you, he's he's thinking pretty smart there because we talk about all the time that one of the issues with our track owners is they only use their tracks for racing cars, and he brought up mud bogs. And let me tell you what, nothing but what, you know, Levy County is all about, mud bogs. They used to do that there, right? Yes, sir, they did. Uh, I was trying to think back when it was. Uh, matter of fact, uh, where I'm putting one of the tracks is in the location of where the other one was at. And, yes, uh, we never could really figure out why they shut it down. It was when Dean Pruitt uh, when Dean Pruitt took, took it over, uh, and uh, he told me one time why he did it, and I don't remember what it was, but I think he was the one that, that, that took so it. So it was there on the premises yeah. somewhere? Yeah. <clears throat> part of it Part of it was it was uh, we're, we're doing it. Uh, Matter of fact, there was just one track there. I think it was a couple of hundred feet long, and now we're putting in uh, three of them that's 300 feet long. Well, that's, I think that'll work out, you know, because uh, I've just recently, um, you know, spent more time. I spend more time in Levy County. Uh, my family's got about 500 acres over there on 345, and we've got a house in Cedar Key, so I've, I spend a lot of time in and around there, and my plan is to... Uh, move there as my son gets older, 15 months old, and I want to move there by the time he's four, you know, and yeah. when it comes to racing, I want him to be able to race at Bronson Speedway, so um, it was real important, you know, to see that somebody that that has the heart for wanting to keep that place a racetrack and a racing facility for multiple uses, and, you know, when Jack talked about you were getting involved in it, I thought it would be, uh, you know, great for the community. You know, uh, because I think of the multiple uses and you being from the community knows the community the best and how, uh, you know, the track could be used. So right, what, what classes are you going to run? Well, <clears throat> this year what we're going to do, especially being as we're getting in this late this year, you know, we're going to have the same classes we had last year, be the limited sportsmen, the super stocks, the thunder stocks, and then the front wheel and rear wheel drive Hornet divisions, you know. Um, we'll have some figure eight races and some bus races. Um, <clears throat> we're going, I'm going to work real hard and focus on local drivers. Uh, you know, it'd be nice to get some of the other, you know, late models and, and other classes in and, and some of the programs that's out there. But um, the, the first thing I want to do is establish a good base of local drivers, you know, um, get them in here and, and let them know they can race affordable and we're going to support them. And, you know, it, it, we, we, the success of this track is going to depend on local drivers. I've been here since the first owner, Ed, uh, Ed Harris, built the track, and there's been some great promoters of that track. I, I think everybody that's ever owned it or promoted it has really done something with it and handed it off to them. They always handed something good off to the next person. But if we... The success of it is local people and local drivers, and we've got to make it affordable for them. We've got to be able uh, to uh, put on a show and, and let them know that we're going to support them, and then we can reach out and start doing other things. Tony, what's your ticket pricing um, for the Speedway going to be? Right now, we'll probably start off. Um, <clears throat> we're going to try to lower it a little bit, um, so we'll probably start off with uh, $10 in the in the. Uh, stands mm -hmm. the pits has been twenty five dollars um, you know standard and what I want to try to do I, I, I don't want to make no promises it's easier to go down than go down and go up you know so what my plan will be is uh, hopefully we get 
as we add the, the mud bog and different things in, we can lower those prices. I'd like to lower it for the pits because, you know, I've raced there myself. I raced there 14 years and, and raced some, I guess, last year, year before last, I don't remember. But, but you know, if you bring six or eight people in the, in the pits at $25 a head, it gets pretty expensive, you know, mm-hmm. with the team. And, and I'd like to lower that, maybe keep 25 for the car and driver and then work it down to where we get uh, maybe 20 or 15 for anybody else, you know. And with the mud bog, what what will that run? Mud bog will probably be uh, somewhere around ten dollars to get in, and uh, I'm really not sure on it. Uh, we're going to have to kind of play it by ear, you mm-hmm. know, go with what the other tracks are doing. I'm, I'm researching that right now, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I tell you, we, I've, I've really made some great contacts with people out there. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Matt uh, uh, Ruger, Ruger uh, is a uh, uh, has a track up in uh, <clears throat> Stark. Uh, been real helpful. Uh, showed me what they're doing, and and they've got one down in Bithlow. And uh, so I'm kind of trying to mirror what they've set up, you know, and and uh, kind of go with what they're doing, you know. Oh, is that the mud bogging place over there by uh, new by uh, uh, the Speed World by uh, Orlando Speed World? Is that where it is, or is it I don't some... know where I don't know where that one is down I... there. So in Bithlow, yeah, I've been to that one, but I did go to the one they have up here in Stark. Yeah. They're building. They're, they're planning on opening it up in March. So man, we're going to work real good together. Mm-hmm. I, I, they've been real good, you know, uh, real nice people and offering to help me. So, hey yeah. Tony, who is going to be your race director for your uh, stock car racing part? The the director. Well, yeah. Who's going to run your racing program? Well, I'll probably do it myself. Uh, I, I'm going to look for someone to help me. I don't have no one right now. Uh, you know, I've got quite, I've got a good staff and. And most of the uh, the staff that was there is still going to stay and help me, you know. And and uh, but I'm I'm probably going to have to do that hands on myself, you know, until I can find someone. Boy, isn't that something? I haven't. Uh, maybe that's something that'll work, Jack. Why? Going to actually be the race director? Hands on. Well, yeah, usually usually they want to go do something else. Well, what I what I <laughs> what I think it's nice to hear I is understood why, but. What, what, to do something else. what I think it's really nice to hear, guys, is that, you know, Tony's taking the time to speak with other track owners, promoters in the area who are doing this, who are doing similar racing and events um, like himself and, and to get, you know, you know, pros, cons, advice. Um, and we, you know, it's something we've talked about on the show a lot of times, Jack, about, you know, talking to other track owners around and um, to get guidance and to help over some of the hurdles and find out how other tracks have, you know, have done things and, and managed to survive. So I think that's great, you know, that, that you're doing that, Tony. Well, I'm really fortunate that, that uh, we've got uh, Citrus Speedway uh, and uh, Ocala, and, and they're great guys. Uh, I haven't met them yet, but, you know, uh, uh, I know they're great people. Everybody, all the other drivers talk real good about them. And uh, I look forward to working with them. I, you know, if we were, it's, it's like talking with Matt at the other track that I have talked to and some of the other ones I've talked to. If we work together, we can help the community build up cars and trucks and whatnot, make it easier for them to race wherever they want to race, and then work schedules that works for everybody. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, 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 it's a, it's a great little racetrack on, on a lovely 33-acre plot, man. It's a, it's a nice place to come to. Um, it's uh, Bronson is... is uh, 
as, as anybody who, Rob, you know, and, and obviously Tony knows, I mean, you go to Bronson and you go there in the afternoon on a, a weekday and you just walked back into time. Um, you, you just visited Mayberry if you stop and, and, <laughs> and smell the roses. Don't blink. <laughs> I mean, really, but it's really cool. I mean, I've spent time up there like that, and it's um, it's a really neat area of Florida. Hey, they got a traffic light. That one. That's right. And uh, but you know, Tony, what do you, do you have? Uh, do you, do you have a kind of a plan to, to to do something there in Gainesville and promote promote strongly in that area? Yeah, yes, sir, I do. I, I want to promote over in Gainesville, um, all the area. I think there's a good market over in Gainesville. If we can just let them know what we have over here, you know, and especially by doing things, I believe besides the racetrack, you know, combining the go karts and the the four wheelers and the um, uh, the mud bogs and stuff. I think we can reach out over there and uh, get some of these guys over here. You know, it's only 15 minutes. It's what we're fi- we're 15 miles from Gainesville. Just go over there to that school, Tony. I was going to say, you know, work Fort, those college kids. Telling you, man. College ID gets in for free. Okay? <laughs> and see how many of them come over there. I think that's a good idea. You never know. I mean, it's, but, uh, that's it's a great idea. And, and, you know, Chiefland, over there at Bill's Barbecue, man, go in there and fill that place up with flyers that the track's open again, you know? Yes, yes. One of the things I plan on doing is trying to promote my drivers. I think that, you know, all these guys, these local guys that's going to come in here and race, we've got to get their name out in the community for a couple of reasons. One, because people will know them and they'll want to come watch. And also it helps them build up sponsors. So I was going to do a directory of every driver that races there, put their picture in it, you know, uh, uh, maybe a half a page or a page, tell everything about it and then take these out to all the local restaurants and work with the restaurants with some advertisements to help, you know, get them out in the community. Maybe even put some scoreboards in restaurants that will let people know who who how everybody finished last week, you know, and and just work with them with advertisement to get them to keep that updated and stuff. But we've got to make I feel like we need to make our local drivers recognized in the community. Make them local heroes where people will want to come see them and and want to support them and want to sponsor them because if if I can get them sponsors, then they can race more. I can put on a better show, and the fans will come. So it's kind of a circle, and you know, it, one one won't work without the other. Have you had a meeting with uh, all your drivers yet? No, sir. We're going to meet uh, February, um, the the last week in February, because we'll race start racing the first week. Um, is that March 1st, or what is the date, March 7th? March 7th. 7th. So we'll March. meet February the 28th with an open practice and a, mm-hmm. and a driver's meeting. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but I'm trying to go out to their homes. And I've got a list of all of them, and I'm trying to go out and meet with them personal. And, and and the ones I can't go meet, I'm trying to call and let them know that I want them there and we care about them and want to try to help them get out there. You know, when I first raced, uh, Ed Durden, uh, Ed Harris had the track, and then I think, yeah, Ed Durden got it next, and... And, uh, you know, so I could. Kevin's dad? Kevin's dad, yeah. yeah. He, he'd call me up and say, TP, what you need? You need a tire, what you need? Let me help you get out here, you know? And, and I remember, I, I tell you, I think one of the advantages I will have is, uh, I've known most of the owners and, and helped them and worked out there and I raced there myself for 14 years. So I'm hoping that'll help me out, you know, to help the drivers and. You know, and, uh, the drivers need to learn to be self-promoters too. You know, you, you, it's great that you're uh, looking to promote them, and they need to respect that. And in respecting that, 
they need to become self-promoters, and they need to make sure they're telling 15 people a day that the tracks open back up and get those passes out to some of those drivers. When you talk to them, you tell your drivers, hey, you need some passes to get some potential sponsors in, let you know, because that's the thing. There's a lot of business owners in and around there that would love to do some advertising if they thought it would work. And if you can get some people on the stands over there, I think the advertisers will see that. Next thing you know, you'll have billboards up, and guys will have the signs on their cars. And well, it's, it's Hopefully a... Boston to get going again. You know, Tony, and listen, there's guys out there, there's fans out there that have been waiting for the place to open back up with a good, solid owner. And, you know, uh, Mike did his best there. I was going to ask you, is, is, are you getting the help of Mike Cope? Oh, yeah. yeah. I tell you, Mike's been a, a tremendous support. Him and Tommy both are working real hard to help me with it. And, uh, you know, sure. they, they really done a good job. They did an awesome job. Yeah, that place did. is, has. I mean, they took that place and they made it into a first-class, I mean, the fencing, the safety fencing that goes around that track is as good as anywhere. There's not a track in the state that's better. He repaved the track. He put in new grandstands. Listen, it used to be scary to race. Yeah, absolutely. That place. Get off the racetrack. Whew, let me he, tell you what. <laughs> Mike Copa may not have been able to fulfill the, the, the dreams that he had in terms of packing the grandstands and all of that, but he certainly took that place and made it into a first-class facility. And made it a speedway. Absolutely. And, and, and Tony, you're, you're kind of lucky to have inherited it at this time. It's a blessing. I, you know, I said, uh, I've already said that it, nobody's ever handed it, had it, have, has had it handed off to them as good as I have. Uh, the bathrooms, I mean, it, it, this, the, uh, there's so much detail to what he done. Even the bathrooms are better than most homes you go in and visit people. I mean, they're just clean. They're spotless. The, the concessions are, are clean. They're spotless. Everything is, uh, there's a lot of detail went into the place. You can tell that he really, uh, Mike's kind of a perfectionist anyway, yeah. and he likes he runs to do tight ship. And, and, you know, actually, in, in talking with Mike, uh, a lot of my plans and ideas, we was on the exact same page. That's really what got us together. He had a lot of these plans and, and, and dreams for Bronson and, and getting involved with the community and stuff, you know. But but Mike's got a lot on his plate. With You know, he wants to race with his son, and, and he's got other things he wants to do. And, and he had to make a decision, you know. And and I think it was tough for him to give up these these ideas he had, but, you know. I'm thankful that he did, and I'm, I'm really thankful that I happen to be the one. You know, I, I've dreamed of it most of my life. You know, to to be able to do something like this. And, and have you really? Have you have you been yeah. dreaming about owning that racetrack? I sure have. I, you know, ever since I started racing there. Uh, you know, years well, a little bit after I started racing. You know, I enjoyed the racing part, but I always thought, man, if I own this place, I could do this or I could do that. <laughs> but now I guess I got to live up to it. You know, I mean, how old are you, Tony? Uh, forty, uh, forty-eight. Forty-eight. Yeah. All right, that's the right well, deal, man. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm proud of you, and uh, we're happy for you. My name, my name's Rob Elting. I'm gonna come up to you one day and shake your hand and tell you I'm the guy that talks to you. Me and you're gonna sit down and have a conversation. I'm gonna look forward to it. All right, All right. we'll, we'll see you on the seventh, and, uh, and we'll be uh, talking to you way before then. Uh, get some things out and get help get the word out about your uh, opening night, and uh, uh, man. Uh, it's, we're really, really happy for you and for the fans up in that area, Tony, and uh, we wish you the best, man. Well, I thank you all very much. All right. Talk all to right, you. Tony, take it easy. Talk. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, Rob, when, when you get that, uh, when you guys uh, start settling that 500 acres up there, uh, I might just come out there and sneak out there in Homestead or something, you know.